Hey friends, I'm your host, Jenny Meyer, and you're listening to the Her Daily Grace podcast, where we talk about real life, God's daily grace, and how to follow Jesus through it all. Now let's get started. Welcome to my very first podcast. I have had this pull on my heart the past year, if not longer, to start this podcast. And sitting in church today, I was just reminded that when you feel that prompting, when you feel the Holy Spirit leading you and kind of just prompting you to do something, you need to do it. And so as I sit here on a Sunday afternoon, I am recording my first podcast, and this is not scripted. I have no notes in front of me. So bear with me as I get through this. I kind of just want to start by telling my story and letting you guys get to know me a little bit and about me. So again, it is a Sunday afternoon in June of 2021 right now as I record this. And my husband took our three girls to the golf course. Mom needed a little bit of a break. I did not have plans to start this podcast this afternoon, but might as well take advantage of the quiet time. So here I am, starting and recording my first podcast. Um, so like I said, today in church, the the message was about, in my opinion, it was about following God. And it's not always comfortable to follow God. It is not it doesn't always give you butterflies, right? It doesn't always make you excited and and happy to follow that prompting. And when we give up the uncomfortable and step into the uncomfortable, that's when God works in our life. And so I want to tell you a little bit about me and just my background and story. I will try to not make this super, super long. Um, as I know, listening to podcasts, sometimes you just want short and sweet and get the point across. But let's just start with this podcast as being just a little bit about me and my background and my history. So if you are new to me, my name is Jenny Meyer. I have three daughters. Yes, three daughters. I have at this present time, a 14-year-old, an almost 13-year-old, she will turn 13 in only a couple weeks, and then a 10-year-old, all girls. And I had wanted all boys. So having girls, um, in the beginning, it was tough, just mentally on me. I'm like, I really, really want a boy. But now as they're older, I'm like, oh man, God knew what he was doing. I don't know if I could handle boys. And just the the rowdiness and just the, you know, going nonstop of boys that, that boys can do. So anyways, God gave me three, three girls and they are so special. They push me in ways that I didn't know that I could be pushed. Um, but just watching them grow up is truly, truly amazing, especially when they open up the word of God. Um, so anyways, without getting too emotional, I have three girls. I am married to my high school sweetheart. We have known each other since fifth grade, and we started dating when we were juniors in high school. We got married after our junior year of college, so we finished up college together. I graduated from Eastern Washington University with a degree in children's studies, which was educational, um, developmental psychology, kind of that counseling field. I had a minor in sociology, and after college, we've moved back to 
the place where we were both raised to raise our own family and start a family. Um, so that was goodness. That was seems forever ago. Um, oh goodness, we got married in 2004. So we're coming up on 17 years next month. And having three girls, I mean, life has its ups and downs. Life is just crazy. So that is me. My husband is a financial advisor. I let me tell you a little bit about my my entrepreneurial and work background. So after graduating college, I went to work for a counseling um, a counseling office and did what was called back then psychosocial rehab. So I worked with kids who had a diagnosed mental illness. And I did that for a few years and kind of worked my way up in that business. Um, Ended up after probably about four years of being there, I became the director of operations. So I'm really good at the back end stuff um, and just knowing all aspects of a business. And so I was the director of operations for a big counseling office Um, from there in about, I think it was 2010, I split off and purchased just a portion of their their business, which I had started the, oh, what was it, the case management, um, the service coordination, that's what I was thinking of, the case management service coordination division. And so I had my own business for the first time in 2010 and grew that, did that for about four years before I sold that business. And um And at that point, I was ready to kind of raise my kids, you know, be at home. I had had three girls and God had different plans. Um, So I had after my three girls, after all of them were born, about when my youngest was about a year, I started lifting weights. Um, So I started going to a local gym. I was never a person that worked out ever. I was not an athlete growing up at all. And I started um, at a gym, wanted to lose the baby weight that I had put on, um, wanted just to feel better overall. So I started, um, I saw people lifting weights and, you know, started researching that a little bit and I tested it out. I hated cardio um, and I ended up changing my life literally. And this, I think, was all a part of God's greater plan for my life and changed changed my my physical body so much in lifting weights um i was not doing a lot of cardio lost weight i got toned and for the first time in my life i felt confident i felt confident in what um i i could do just overall i mean just being like physically present in front of people and being able to speak a little bit more clear and not always being down on my body. And so at that point, um, I wanted to train people. I wanted to have help other women achieve what I had achieved. And I studied to become a personal trainer. So I did that. This was all around the same time that I was selling my social work business, this, the case management business. And, um, and so that sold in... 2014, I believe. I'm trying to remember these dates. Remember, I'm so unscripted right now. So if I'm a little kind of back and forth, that's why I do not have any notes in front of me. Um, So about 2014, sold that. I believe it was the summer. And then in August of that year, I was approached by the gym that I was working out at. And they had brought me on as a trainer there um, for a couple months, but they approached me about buying the gym. So it was a 24 hour access gym. And 
you know, in my head, I'm like, oh my goodness, goodness, like I have no idea how to run a gym. I don't know what I'm doing, but it intrigued me so much. And I have so much of that entrepreneurial drive came home, talked to my husband, and the first thing he was like, no, like, no, you just sold your business so that you could be home with the kids. You know, we, you need to, to not feel like you have to go all the time. Um, so that put me more fuel under, under me. And I have a tendency when somebody says no, or you can't do that to want to do it more and to prove them wrong. So I just started looking into it more. I got their financials, um, came home. And at that time, my husband was a banker, um, and in the commercial department. So he knew tons about business, right? All the banking side of businesses and um, showed him everything. And he's like, you know, it does make sense. So if you want to do it, then I say go for it. So I bought a gym in fall of 2014. And at that point, they had about, um, goodness, I think it was like 180 members So it was not a very successful gym at that point at all. Um, And yes, I am in a small town, um, but it had so much potential. So bought that, rebranded everything and um, was marketing it, you know, working so hard, working nonstop. And I eventually, to make that long story short, eventually... um, sold that in 2018 with over 700 members um, from 100 or 180 to 700 members over 700 when I sold that. And so it was my baby. I rebranded. I just remodeled, did so much to this, this gym. And it was so fun for the time being. I was training clients there. But at that same time, I was building my online fitness business as well. So I was coming up with programming for women and um, I had studied carb cycling. I was into that and, um, you know, really grew my online presence as well. Started an Instagram account. I had a few different names of that Instagram account. And finally, now it's just a Jenny Meyer. Um, Just stick with my name. Um, And so I that's that was kind of what one like led me to sell the gym in 2018 is that I was doing better online like yes the gym was doing great and I had staff that were that worked it for me but I felt the Lord prompting to sell that and go strictly online so I really like could make my own schedule and be there for the girls as they were getting older and um, so I did that in the um, fall of 2018. So apparently I have businesses for about four years, it seems like. Um, That's my husband jokes around about that with me, like, well, it's that four year mark. But, um, but I was in the same industry. So I went strictly online. And um, about, I would say, six months after that, I was offered a position for um, a different fitness company, virtual fitness company. And I took that. I did that for almost a year, had a couple different um, positions there, and was really successful at what I did and the work that I did there. Again, I'm really good at back-end systems. I'm really good at building things out. Um, But after about a year of that, I, again, felt the Lord just prompting and, you know, a few things just didn't sit right with me. And I felt like I needed to get out of that. So I I removed myself from those positions and went back out on my own. Um, So kind of a 
rewind a little bit. Um, while I still had the gym in 2017, I was at a, um, a business conference in Scottsdale, Arizona, which has my heart. Um, I absolutely love Scottsdale and try to get back there. Goodness, probably five, six times a year, if not more. Um, but I was at a um, business conference with Yuri Elkim in 2017. And on the flight back at at that point I was really trying to dial in like what do I want to do online I knew that I wanted to sell the gym at that point um, but what did what what was my purpose online you know what was my God-given purpose and what would fuel me and like light my fire so on the plane back from that, um, I literally was heading home and was going to be home 24 hours before my husband and I with um, another couple were heading to Ireland for a week and a half in Ireland, which I had never been there. And this was such a pivotal time in my career. And just like I even feel like my spiritual life as well. On the plane back to Spokane um, from Phoenix, I had this notebook and I probably wrote out like 10 10 pages of what I wanted this to be. So my education, my, my college degree and my background was in mental health. That's what I did. And I saw in my time of being a trainer and owning a gym and doing online programming, I really saw that one of the main issues that's came up was that was the mindset issue that you know if someone's wanting to change their life they hit this roadblock of like I can't do it you know or I'm never going to be able to do this or they just want to give up and they have such poor negative self-talk and let me tell you I went through that on my own journey um, because I, I know I didn't get into it here about my transformation of when I changed my physical health. Um, I didn't talk a whole lot about like it, the battle and just the road to do that. Um, but I saw that with clients, the negative self-talk, the emotional eating, you know, when you're stressed out, when you're tired, being tired is a huge trigger for me and just wanting to grab whatever is there. Um, You don't want to make healthy food, right? You just grab whatever. So the emotional eating, the self-sabotage behaviors, um, the comparison overall, especially with social media these days, just the comparison to every other person out there and you're scrolling through social media and saying, why can't I look like that? Like, well, I want to look like that. And you just get down on yourself. So all of these things combined was on my heart of how Like, how can I help women overcome that? Because it's still a struggle for me. You know, yes, I've overcome certain things, but I've been there. I know, I know how to identify my triggers, you know, so how can I teach other people to do that? And so on that plane back in 2017, Think Fit Method was born. And at that point, over the next four or five months after that, I created what's called the Think Fit Method, and it was an eight-week self-paced kind of journey through the mindset, through the emotional eating, the struggles of your weight loss journey and your health journey. And so it was a self-paced course. Um, So I launched that. I believe that was maybe January, February, February. even, I don't know, maybe even March of 2018, I launched this. Um, And hopefully I'm getting my dates right. 
everything blurs together. (laughs) And and when you age, you start to forget things, right? So, um, so I launched that self-paced course and it did great. Um, but then obviously I, I still had the gym at that point. And within the next year after that, maybe even nine months or so, I was selling that. So selling that and going strictly online, I, um, turned the think fit method into a book a journal and a devotion and i have all along felt god's prompting to he needs to be a part of every aspect of our life and i have not always lived like that as an adult i've not always just remembered that he is a part of every single aspect of our life so why are why don't we include him more why don't we talk to god more why don't we have him lead us through our weight loss journey you know and so i created this journal and devotion. I had a good friend of mine write those devotions because at the time I was not confident in writing devotions at all. Um, My like times have changed since then. Um, I feel like I write devotions all the time now, um, which is great. But I created the Think Fit Method journal and devotions. So basically put everything that I had done on the self-paced course into a book, had my friends write devotions, um, for it had some journal space my other good friend designed it for me and i went to print with it ended up selling so many copies of that that i couldn't keep up with my own shipping of it so i um eventually put it on amazon so it's kind of just a print on demand with amazon Um, i've kind of taught myself all that stuff too with amazon so it's on amazon now think fit method and Amazon took over the shipping, all of that, um, and the distribution of that journal and devotion. And at that point, then, like I said, I went to work for a fitness company for almost a year, about a year um, that I worked for them. And um, since then, kind of left left that position the end of 2019. So 2020 rolls around, January of 2020. I felt the biggest prompting on my heart to get back to the basics of Think Fit Method and teaching women, again, how to overcome emotional eating, self-sabotage, negative self-talk, just your overall mindset, and kind of, you know, step away a little bit from the fitness aspect of it. So step away from the, um, the writing of the workouts, all of that. And so... I had planned to launch what I had called Think Fit Journey in, I believe I was going to launch it the mid-April 2020. So come February, I'm working on all the contents and I am a doer. When I do these things, I like to have the contents written out. I like to have everything done before I launch things. And I, you know, was adamant. No, I'm not going to be ready until like mid-April. So in February of 2020, really just getting back into the word, the end of 2019 and early 2020, I made a commitment every single day to be in God's word, to be doing Bible studies, to be doing devotions, just reading, because I had let that slip. Um, I, in my years of entrepreneurship from 2011 all the way to 2018 I I excelled at what I did I put um I put work on a pedestal I put my jobs and my businesses 
sometimes even above my family of no, you know, I have work to do. I need, I need the kids to be taken care of, you know, like find a babysitter or my husband would cover a lot for me if I had to go, um, if I had to work late or, you know, anything like that. But I was dedicated to my work and I did excel at what I did. I worked so hard and it paid off, you know, financially, it paid off growing businesses, selling businesses, um, all of that. But with all of that being said, I put my faith as last in my life. But then I would wonder and I, would, you know, like when I just didn't feel settled, I didn't feel right in my spirit and my soul. And you know, in, in the end of 2019, literally made it made a commitment of being in the word every single day. And let me tell you, that is life changing. It is absolutely life changing. When when it says that God's word is living and breathing, it is so true. If you commit to being in his word, if you commit to studying his word, and being in prayer and being in constant relationship with God, your life will change. Your heart will change. There is no way that it won't. And I committed to that. Um, after I stepped away from from that more corporate job and with the other fitness company that I was, you know, I was working probably 60 hours a week. And during that time, you know, it, I just continued to put faith. Yes, I've I've I was raised a Christian. I was raised in the church. I was raised knowing what to do, right? As a Christian, but I never put it into practice, especially when I was busy with work. That came first. So, when I left that the end of 2019 and really made that commitment to put God first in everything, and as I was developing this new program, Think Fit Journey of, you know, getting back to the mindset, taking the fitness side out of it, in February, God was speaking to me, like, you need to launch this. You are going to launch this the beginning of March. And I, like, wrestled with God in my prayer life with that, like, I'm not ready to launch it. I'm not ready to do this. Um, but I listened. And let me tell you that that was huge. That was a step of faith of, you know, listening to God, launching something when I was not ready for it. And so I was doing the content as I'm launching this and selling this and having clients start. So we started the beginning of March 2020 without knowing that two weeks later, our world would shut down. And you may hear my voice cracking a little bit because it's emotional for me. It's emotional to, to remember this time of our world shutting down and not knowing what was happening, not knowing, you know, are people dying? There was people dying, you know, really not fully comprehending what is happening with this pandemic. And and most of you have a story like that, like, you know what you were doing in March 2020, when the world shut down. And I remember we were we were on our second week in the Think Fit journey and just talking about the mindset and God's truths and I was writing devotions and I was talking to these women and it was all done over Facebook um but we would have Zoom calls too 
before Zoom was popular, um, we would have Zoom calls and just work through this stuff and be reading God's word together. And, you know, I was speaking God's truth to these women in the Think Fit journey. And then our world shut down. And I can remember that weekend as clear as it was like yesterday, when it was Friday the 13th, when our we got noticed that our schools were shutting down, our town was shutting down, businesses were closing. And that weekend was the worst snowstorm, just crazy snow, crazy wind, and freezing, freezing temperatures. It literally, the power went out, our, our world shut down, and I was so anxious that weekend. Um, and, and luckily, I had these women and, and they were as much a support to me as I was to them during this time. And if you were listening to this and you were one of those ladies in the very first couple months of the ThinkFit journey in March or April of 2020, please comment on this podcast. Please let me know, you know, how, how did that help you? Because you ladies were such an encouragement to me during this, during that time of not knowing what was going on. So back to the story. So I launched ThinkFit Journey and rebranded ThinkFit Method during during quarantine. Literally, that's what I did while we were quarantined for what, six, eight, six to eight weeks, um, which, yeah, I don't think our town, our town opened up middle of May. It was right before my birthday in 2020. So it was about eight weeks of being quarantined and having the kids finish out school at home and having my husband work at home and, you know, take over my office. And, you know, it was so much adjustment. But I can tell you during quarantine, that was some of the best and sweetest family time I have ever had with my family. And since then, there's been many times where I'm, I've even said to my husband, like, I want to go back to that. I want to go back to where we weren't going nonstop. And so during that time, God really opened my eyes of, hey, you were like going nonstop. You've been working so hard and striving so hard for this worldly success instead of diving into my word, instead of trusting that you were successful in my eyes and stop the striving. I really felt God telling me, stop the striving. And so during this time, yes, I was working with these women, but I felt so much peace of like, I'm not striving. I was not working all the time. I probably went from working 60 hours a week to 20 hours a week during quarantine. And it was, again, the sweetest, sweetest time over like that I can remember. So even with rebranding and, you know, you know, coming up with other programming during that time, but I had a balance like I had never felt before. And I've had such a call of, I want women to know how to do this. I want women to stop striving. I see all these women, especially in the fitness industry, all over Instagram, all over Facebook, of striving so hard and wanting to make it in the world's eyes and be successful in the world's eyes instead of relying on God's truth and saying, hey, I'm already successful. I'm already a child of God and that is successful enough. And if he wants to use me in certain ways, I will let him do that. But stop the striving in doing it. So 
June 2020, I added fitness back into ThinkFit Method and relaunched the ThinkFit Method. So I had all of the mindset components, all of the spiritual components, and I added back in the fitness and nutrition component. And so I have been doing that for a a while, for almost a year now. And well, goodness, it's actually June 2021. So yeah, for a year. However, um, over the past year, or actually, I'd say like mostly in the winter months, this last winter, I've just felt this conflict in my heart again of what am I doing? I'm teaching women to strive to lose weight, to strive to look good in their minds. And yes, there's still the spiritual component of it, of God's truths about you. But again, what matters in this life? And if 2020 taught me anything, it taught me what really matters in this life. If you do not have a relationship with Jesus, if you are not a follower of Christ, nothing else should like nothing will matter. You're when when you die, you die. But if you know Jesus, if you have a relationship with our creator, and you trust him, you will live forever, eternity with him. And so so what really matters in this life for me as a believer, as a Christian, what really matters in this life? And that's to, one, have a relationship with God, to cultivate that relationship and to listen to him and to let him guide my entire life and to help other women do the same, have the same. Because again, like I said earlier, if you do not, if you're not in his word, you're not going to have that peace in your heart. But if you are constantly in his word, in prayer every single day, your life will change and you will have peace. And I had so much peace that I cannot even explain to anyone during the whole pandemic had so much peace. And that was because I was in God's word every single day. I had no fear that if it was my time to go, then then I knew I was going to live forever with God. I knew where I would be if I died. And so really in 2020, I feel like my whole life changed. And that's what's led me here to this podcast today um, of just sharing that. And that's what I really want this podcast to, to be about is to be about living a life free of the hustle, living a life free of the striving, free of the feeling like you are not good enough, and living a life holy in Christ first and foremost. Because when you do that, things will fall into place. I'm not saying that there's not going to be trials, that there's not going to be storms in life, because God told us there will be storms in in life. But I am telling you that if you are anchored in him, if you are anchored in his word, you will get through it. That you can grab on to God's peace, that he will give you peace during those storms of life. And so 
even with today's message at church, it was about Abraham. It was about he gave up everything. And it's in Genesis chapter 12. His name was Abram at the time. And verse one says, now the Lord said to Abram, go forth from your country, from your relatives and from your father's house to the land, which I will show you. God called Abraham to give up everything for him, to leave it all behind. And Abraham went, he immediately went. And then God gave him seven blessings. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. And the one who curses you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. When was the last time that we listened to God? And I'm speaking this to myself too. When was the last time that I listened to the prompting of the Holy Spirit on my heart and just did, did it despite the fear, despite the fear of failure and despite being uncomfortable? So that's what I'm doing today. You know, I'm sharing my story. So fast forward to um, the beginning of 2021, I wanted to do another journal. So I had the Think Fit Method journal and devotion. I wanted to have another journal out there because over the past year and a half, I have created daily habits. I've created a daily habit of being in the word no matter what. It's a non-negotiable for me and I look forward to it. And I want other women to be able to do that as well. And so I wanted to do another journal where women could just keep track of it. Um, you know, it's called, I, it, you know, I did it. It's called the Rooted Journal. So Rooted. And it is where you can um, track your daily quiet time. You can write down scripture that is speaking to your heart or what you studied that day. There's some journal space in there. But then there's also some health and wellness of just living healthy, tracking your water, you know, what's for dinner for the week. We as moms always have to think about dinner, Right. And sometimes I wish we don't. I'm so sick about thinking about what's for dinner. So I created this journal, Rooted, and needed a platform to sell it on. I didn't want to put it on Amazon yet. I wanted to um, be the one to ship it out. I wanted to be able to write notes to my customers if I wanted to. And so I launched or came up with Her Daily Grace. And let me rephrase that. God came up with her daily grace. I knew I wanted to have just a little shop. I wanted to have some devotions on there as well that I had been writing for the Think Fit Method clients and be able to sell those um, devotions just in a PDF, but also be able to sell the journal. And trying to come up with a name, you know, what should I do to call this? And I landed on what's called His Daily Grace thinking of God's grace to us every single day. It's grace upon grace. And I texted my husband. He was at work one day, like, hey, what do you think about this name, His Daily Grace? And he responded. He's like, I don't know. It kind of sounds like a man's like devotions, like for men. And I'm like, oh, that's so true, doesn't it? So ended up with Her Daily Grace. And that's how Her Daily Grace was born. And I was chatting with a friend of mine, um, and she wanted to come in on and and 
helped me launch like a retail side of it of just Christian and faith inspired apparel and jewelry and some home decor and products. Um, So Her Daily Grace was born and we launched that mid-April 2021. And here I am on the Her Daily Grace podcast because that's my heart. I want women, I want you, if you are listening to this, to know that you are so loved by the creator of the universe. And when you fully give into that, when you fully accept that and know that it's not just a religion, it's not just about going to church on Sundays or being a good person. It's about a relationship. It's about so much of a relationship with our creator that will change your life. And that's my heart. So here I am, June 2021, recording my very first podcast. I don't even know when I will launch this podcast, but here it is. And that's a little bit about my story and my entrepreneurial story and my faith story, as well as my health and wellness story. But I just want women to know there is so much more to life than fitness. There is so much more to life than being successful in your business. There is so much more and God wants that so much more. He wants so much more than you having to strive. Because when you do lean in, when you do follow him, when you do get out of that comfortable setting and step into the uncomfortable, he will open up doors for you that you didn't even know were possible. So I encourage you today to listen to the prompting on your heart. Listen to the Holy Spirit. And a quote from actually from church today, from Pastor Mark, he said, you know, remember that in the Bible, it says the sheep will know the shepherd's voice because when he was, he was talking about listening to the prompting and sometimes I have a hard time, like, well, is it really God or is it me wanting to do this? Is it me wanting to start another business because I'm such a go-getter? I'm, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and, you know, starting another aspect to this business is it me? But then when when Pastor Mark said, the sheep will know the shepherd's voice. And it's true. And it just hit me of like, no, that is God. I've been fighting it for the past year of wanting to start a podcast and wanting just to talk and just to help other women dive into that relationship with Christ. Because again, if 2020 taught me anything, it is so much more. Life is about so much more than your work, than your your fitness level, than your appearance. And yes, God wants us to be healthy, you know, physically, but he wants us to be healthy on the inside first in our spiritual walk with God and in our heart and our soul. So there you have it. There is my story. I hope that you guys will tune in. I would love to be able to read your comments and your thoughts on this. So please, on this podcast, um, drop a comment, share it with your friends if you feel led to do that. Um, I don't know where this podcast is going to go, but I want this to be an open space. I want to talk about 
everything because I've learned so much more in the past year and a half that I want to talk about too and talk about real life things that are going on in our world and and the spiritual battle that's going on in our world today. So thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time. I know this was longer than I wanted it to be, but I appreciate it. And I hope that you will tune in for episode number two. See you guys.